Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a special housekeeping episode where we go over odds and ends and update you on the next season. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Also, you know, talk about the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. How you guys doing? It's been a long time since we've spoken to you. Yeah, and more, yeah, more than all of that other stuff, we were just itching to get back on the mics and actually talk to all of you. Mm-hmm. So, how's it going? A lot has happened in Final Fantasy World. Stranger of Paradise has come out. Yeah. Nobody played it. Yeah, we uh, played a little bit. We played on some of that on stream. Yeah, uh, at twitch.tv slash nocap podcast. Uh, we know you're all eagerly awaiting the next season, and mm-hmm. we feel really bad that it isn't here yet. Yeah. Uh, we, we just want you to know that we are hard at work on getting it out to you, life circumstances, our jobs. Things have been um, complicated. COVID. I'm just going to sit here and make excuses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to Jim Anchower you here. Look. It's been a while since I rapped at you, <laughs> but my life is a shit show that's entirely my fault. And uh, I'll save you the sob story. God, those are the best. But my car broke down, yeah. and I had to get a new radiator. And we love you all so much for listening and supporting us. Yeah, and um, we will say something more specific about the season <laughs> soon. We promise. Well, really, part of it is that we have a job which we can't really talk about right now. <laughs> we're writers, and we're you know anyway we're in the yeah. middle of a, of a complicated well, process. We promise to talk about it more soon. And beyond that, what we're waiting for like a chunk of like a month where we can play FF9 without doing anything else. Yeah, we want the season to be um, a journey kind of, you know, we want to maybe even go somewhere and have it like well, isolated. We <laughs> also, I at least feel that even though we hated FF8, we didn't, these games are like huge, amazing yeah. artistic experiences. And that season was a drain for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah. And part of it was that we didn't like dedicate the time to just playing it. And for the main season, we don't <laughs> want to do what we've done with some of the stuff on Patreon, which by the way, there's an unedited playthrough of Chrono well, I was going to say, you know, to, to right sate now. all of your appetites and say thank you for those of you who support us. We are going to be in the free little free time we have running through some games and posting the full playthroughs. Yeah. And one of those is Chrono Trigger, and it's up right now where we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you can go watch us unedited play through Chrono Trigger. It's a different experience from the show because like we've played it before and we're just running through it. We're not stopping. And, we're, and, and it's like we're playing it know. on when we have a day. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, and it's not edited. But uh, we'd still, you know, if we, we want to give you something. And it, we're also going to be releasing some of our backlog of old bonus content from Patreon yes. here in the main feed for you guys. Yeah, because of this extended break that we feel badly <laughs> about, we're going to put in certainly season 6B. So if you really loved us hating Final Fantasy VIII, we have 16 more episodes that are edited of us doing the Queen of Card quests Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all the extra stuff and beating Omega Weapon and everything. (laughs) And so that will be coming starting next week in the main feed Mm -hmm. for 16 weeks. (laughs) Yeah, so you guys will get get some of that. So it's not all bad news. And the next season is looking imminent. We're just waiting for... For some things in our lives uh-huh. to to fall into place. But the real impetus yeah. that has gotten us back on mics is longtime listener and fan of the show, Hans Render Connect, has gone on to do something notable in the larger Final Fantasy and video game world. Yes, he goes by Dr. DT. 
on the internet. His name is Hans, mm-hmm. and he is going to be running a race in Summer Games Done Quick, the Final Fantasy VI Worlds Collide randomizer. For those who don't know, SGDQ is the summer version of AGDQ, which is Awesome Games Done Quick, a long-running charity marathon where people speedrun games for 24 hours a day for an entire week. And in the summer, starting this week, they're going to be raising money for Doctors Without Borders. And we wanted to ask him some questions about what that whole experience was like of getting involved in SGDQ, because we're huge fans of that and the speedrunning community. Well, yeah, and we wanted to promote his thing because that's awesome. I've been watching Awesome Games Done Quick and SGDQ for, I don't even know how many years now. It's like yeah. the Olympics to me. And the fact that one of our listeners is in the fucking Olympics- I know, is so exciting. Is mind-blowing. And uh, we thought it'd be a great reason to remind all of you that SGDQ is happening and yeah. that you should watch Hans run FF6. Well, Hans had gotten in touch a couple of years ago to get like- a message on the show mm-hmm. supporting speedrunning. So he and I wound up emailing back and forth a lot because I, I figured out that he was a scientist and he knew a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I was curious mm-hmm. about involving physics and fusion technology and stuff like that. And he was like so generous with his knowledge and really nice guy. So we got on the phone with Hans to mm-hmm. ask him a bunch of questions about this and what's going on with FF6 Worlds Collide. Yeah. And... uh Here's that interview. Yeah, here's here's a bunch of information about SGDQ and speedrunning. Just so I have it right, it's Rinderknecht? Rinderknecht. Is that Connect. how you pronounce it? So you actually pronounce the Rinder K. Rinderknecht. Rinderknecht. Yeah. Okay, Rinderknecht. So here we are on a phone call with Hans Rinderknecht. Yeah. Oh, is he recording? I am also yes. recording, yeah. You can see the bars okay. bouncing. I just wasn't sure yeah, if we yeah, should no. clap or what. Oh, yeah, let's do a clap just for... Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Like, I, uh, three, two, one, and then wait. clap. Three, two, one... That should work. It should be good enough for me. So, hi, Hans Rinderconnect. How are you? I'm great. You're going to be in GDQ. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> well, well, Jeff, why don't you... So, this is a, a long-time listener. Yes. First-time caller. Yes, that's long-time exactly yeah, that's right. what's going on here. I can't remember exactly how it started, but a while ago, Hans emailed me as a fan, and I something indicated that you were into science as a scientist, <laughs> and I had a million questions about fusion and physics and stuff, and... We started a long back and forth over many months just answering a million questions I had about science, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, if I, well, you're welcome. Um, I'm happy to do that uh, free of charge. The, mm-hmm. Let's see. So if I remember correctly, uh, I actually wrote in with a live stream message. Right. And I, I just wanted to support you guys because I loved your podcast. And what I ended up doing with the live stream message, ironically, was I gave a shout out to speedrun.com and pointed people in the direction <laughs> right. of the Final Fantasy speedruns on speedrun.com. In particular, I, that. I think I called out Puexel's 100% FF6 speedrun at one of the GDQ events. Man, what Which hero. actually, I remember we put some of the Patreon money we had one month a few years ago to supporting GDQ during, during a Puexel of, run yeah. of FF6. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they even so, read out uh, from No Cat Podcast. Yeah, because you're, you're uh, not here because of the science. You have, aside yeah. from being smart, you have like a genius hobby, which is speed running. Which it seems like only really geniuses do. <clears throat> and you're a Final Fantasy VI speedrunner. 
That is not entirely <laughs> is accurate. So okay, fill us in on a randomizer okay. so, so, speedrunner. Uh, as with everybody else, the pandemic drove me into a really weird place, and part of my way mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. pandemicking was I started playing this randomizer, which is called Final Fantasy VI Worlds Collide. So it's an open world randomizer for Final Fantasy VI, and for those of you who don't know. Th- this type of game basically what it does is it takes final fantasy 6 you know this classic story of loss and redemption and chocobos and you know 20 hour long uh, original gameplay and it scoops out the entire story and instead turns it into a big old scavenger hunt so say you want to replay final fantasy 6 and you don't want to spend 20 hours doing it uh, well this starts you with a couple of characters and the airship and it lets you go back and forth between the two worlds, World of Balance, World of Ruin, and just go around to all the locations, recruit new characters, find espers, until you have enough characters and espers to challenge Kafka. I mean, that sounds like an awesome way to replay FF6. Yeah, yeah, it's a ton you of fun. And like, already know the story like the back of your hand. This is a real challenge. Yeah, and I mean, this was my favorite game ever, right? Final Fantasy VI. It, it hit me mm-hmm. when I was like, I don't know, 10. I was visiting a cousin and he had a copy of it. And I was like, wow, this is the most amazing thing ever. I like would bike up to the record exchange up the street every day, seeing if there was a used copy of it for sale until I finally found one. <laughs> anyway, so like, I know this game inside and out and you know i would even still occasionally replay it like i played i played rom hacks i played uh, brave new world is a great rom hack for final fantasy 6 but th- there's only so many times you can play this game before you get bored and worlds collide like is the crack to my cocaine for final fantasy 6 here it's like <laughs> yeah it's just like endlessly replayable there's like a hundred different flags you can use to customize how the game works even with a single flag set, there's a bazillion different like possible ways it could actually come out in terms of where things end up. So it, it's it's tons of fun, and I love playing it. At some point yeah. during the pandemic, did you realize like, holy shit, I'm amazing at this? Yeah, like at what was the process? You, like, oh my god, I'm getting like <laughs> okay, so really crazy numbers. Yeah, so this is one of those situations. So I'm so let me just start by saying I was initially flabbergasted that I got into SGDQ and I'm mm-hmm. still kind of astounded by it. Like, Yeah, I, well, I want to hear the story of how that uh, happened. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. You know, so I started playing this last summer and there was a tournament, so I got into the tournament. You know, it's a ladder-style tournament, so everybody plays the same seeds. You know, I was turning in times that were like, you know, it's like, oh, I got two hours on this one. That was really good. And I'd look at somebody else who was playing it and it's like, whoa, they did it in like an hour 20. So I was like, how, how can they be so good at this? So I started like, there's one guy in particular <laughs> named Doesn't He. And so I like started sitting down and watching a bunch of his videos and like annotating them. I mean, like, I, I'm a scientist, right? This is the kind of thing that I do. So like, I really started digging into like comparing his runs with my runs and just like slowly and surely I just got better and better and better until now I am arguably by one measure the second best player in the world since I came in second. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah I, I, <laughs> what, I, what measure is that? that? Measure Time is, to beat the game? Or? We had a tournament this spring called Battle Royale which had mm-hmm. like 37 people participating in it organized into 
I think it was six or seven different pods. And so like every week was one person got eliminated. The person with the longest time got eliminated every week in each pod, you know? And so I just kept playing and kept playing. I'm like, well, surely I'll get eliminated this week. Uh, maybe I'll get eliminated next <laughs> week. So, and it just kept going until all of a sudden I'm in the semifinals. I'm in the finals. It was a real roller coaster <laughs> for me. <laughs> and I ended up, you know, going head to head with uh, Zelfer, who is the reigning champion. He's really good at this and also seems to have uncanny luck for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine a lot of this is luck-based. Well, yeah, I imagine that's why you say arguably, yeah. but uh, still, you're <laughs> right. killing it at the competitions. <laughs> Tell us exactly what you're going to be participating in. Is this sure. you running it solo? Is there going to be a race? Like, what's happening? Yeah, so we're doing a race. This is a four-way head-to-head mm. race. It's myself, that's so cool. um, Seto Kiaba, Drulith, and Jexfrock, who are all friendly, wonderful people who stream Worlds Collide and participate a lot in the community events on the Discord. So let's see. Worlds Collide is pretty new. I don't remember exactly when it started. It was developed by one guy who goes by Atmatech. So he developed it over the course of like a year and a half with community input and whatnot. And then in January, he made the whole thing open source. So version 1.0 open source, and that means that like other people can start developing their own modifications and submitting them for inclusion in the in the randomizer. Anyway, since it was kind of a big year, no, since it was kind of a big coming out party with uh, version 1.0 and everything, when the GDQ announcement hit, we were already talking in the Discord about you know well what events can we submit this to to get it in front of you know in front of other viewers and see if we can grow the community of people and you know mm-hmm. SGDQ obviously obviously is like the granddaddy of streaming (laughs) marathons. So somebody posted, I think maybe it was Seto started the whole thing. And I said, yeah, sure. I would, if we can get this thing in, I would absolutely fly to Minneapolis and, you know, (laughs) play this game with you guys who I've never met in person at 3 a.m. in front of the world. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so excited for you. I know. I'm so excited that it's going to be in person again this year. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. We've been watching it for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Ryan got me into it probably in like 2017 or earlier even. uh, Yeah. I don't know. Like right when we first met, I was like so into watching. I was watching Zelda speed runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the first one you showed me. People who were like trading the world record in Wind Waker any percent which at the time was like a five hour run <laughs> full of impossible tricks and watching them every night was like the most exciting the closest i've ever gotten to being really into sports anyway, <laughs> yeah. but I, i'm stoked well, it's back in person and that someone's going to be running a final fantasy random yeah that's yeah. just all so cool yeah. what i fell in love with with the event was like watching it and seeing the I'm not going to say that there's that there's like no, a non-toxic environment there, but like the It's pretty non-toxic. They're it's, on top uh, in of general it. about when it comes to like the gaming universe, I was like this is so full of positivity. Oh yeah, it's I can't believe like, how much money they're raising for Doctors Without Borders and everybody's like so supportive of each other and like you'd get like the odd speedrunner who would like, you know, be mad at themselves in the moment that it was like not going right and you're <laughs> like no, but like everybody's so supportive of them that I was just like this is something I want to see every time it's on. Yeah, yeah, if you if you at home listening haven't watched, it's like a week long amazing vibe fest full of video games and knowledge you don't know about them. That's the other thing is like seeing speedruns, you learn things about games that you think you know really well that you just like wouldn't have thought about because it's not how you approach the game. So there's like, oh, you can actually glitch this or you can (laughs) slip past this story beat or something. And you're like, that's so... 
interesting the way they've pulled apart every piece of this game, looked at the code and decided like this is the best way. Yeah, it's really it's really compelling stuff. I've seemed to remember watching some GDQ events back as early as like 2014, I think. I think that was yeah. one of the first years, if not the first. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying. I can't remember what year it started, but I know like the first year like, they they raised like ten thousand dollars. Well, and they were like and then in like, somebody's house. Like yeah, they were just, right. Like at and now it's house. like a massive, you know, at a convention <laughs> yeah, it, center so with like millions like, and millions raised each week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so compelling to go watch on, these people who like you've played these games, right? Like you've played Mario, mm-hmm. you've played Final Fantasy, you've played Zelda, and then you watch these people doing them, and it's like. I was trying to come up with a good metaphor, like for my parents who have like never played a video game in their life. I was like, you know, my dad plays piano like as a hobbyist. I was like, okay, you go to a concert, mm-hmm. right? And you see a concert pianist and you know like how hard it is to make the song come out right, right. at all, let alone, you know, make it just beautiful. And there's just something beautiful about speedruns, I think. Exactly. I've always compared it to like a gymnast routine. Yeah. Where it's just like this thing that's like incredibly precise and really difficult and it has to happen the same way yeah every time so uh before the randomizer were you a ff6 speedrunner at all or were you just like watching the you know speedruns of it and aware of that when you when you uh, were repping speedrun.com so no i was just i was just a, a satisfied viewer <laughs> and honestly this is something i'm a little intimidated about because i i feel like i'm in this position like i kind of it's kind of like get in at the ground level type thing right like Mm-hmm. There's maybe a hundred people that play Worlds Collide, <laughs> so it's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were there first. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and I would love, I would, you know, we would all love for there to be more people to get in on this because you know we love this game and it's a ton of under and a ton of play. Um, but my technique for lack of a better word, like my ability to hit the buttons at exactly the right time, is not super great. Yeah, it, I'm I'm okay. I've been getting better. I've been trying to practice, but I'm gonna be, you know, I'm a little bit intimidated to be going in where it's like, you know, all these Mario Kaizo runners who are like doing like frame perfect tricks and stuff. I'm like, eh. I, I'm a little embarrassed about how often I bonk into walls and yeah, you know yeah. do stuff like that. But I feel oh, like what yeah. you're saying is for anyone out there who's interested in it, in it, it's accessible. It may look like this completely black box Not at of all. like, oh, only people Not at all. who are born yeah, all with you a gift. Is, can all you gotta run. do right. is play but and you'll get like better. Like the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I have like one just sort of practical question about the run. Are, is there like a trick that everyone like dreads ah. or is like the <laughs> trick we should all be looking out for? Yeah. That you, you, you're like proud of or excited about or afraid of? Or... Yeah. So that's a great question. And one of the things that allows me to, Anything. with my previously stated lack of very high technical ability in this area, one of the things that allows me to be a good speedrunner of Worlds Collide is that it is not very technical. There's only a handful of things where there's like mm-hmm. actual technique where if you hit the buttons at exactly the right time, it does, you know, something that's useful. And most of those are pretty easy. Like you remember that part of the game where your whole team gets back to Narsh and Kefka shows up with a whole army and you have to fight him in this uh, showdown on the ice cliffs of Narsh to protect uh, the Esper. So, so mm-hmm. that's one of the yeah. events oh, yeah. that you uh, oh, yeah. that often comes up because it's a place you can go to pick up a character. Uh, it's called Kefka at Narsh. And there is a way to skip fighting all of those soldiers and just go straight to the boss. 
there's a slow way and there's a fast way. And the fast way is very slightly faster. It probably saves you like five, 10 seconds if you get it. But it's, you know, it's not that hard to do. You just start moving at the right time and you can walk right past those guys. So that's probably the main one. There is a technique called nice. weight tricking where you can go into a menu during the battles and the animations will still play out, but it kind of stops the clock on the battles. So you can use that to make your guys... Cool meters fill up while the enemy animations are happening but have the enemy meters stop filling up while your guys's animations are happening gotcha. so you, you can use that to game the system a little bit and that's useful oh. but honestly the way that you get good at worlds collide is just extensive knowledge about final fantasy 6 right <laughs> yeah Knowing you need to like, know okay. you know you need to know like what the boss weaknesses are like Oh, did you know that you can muddle the red dragon or you can put the dirt, dirt dragon to sleep? You know, like just little weird quirks like that. That'll help you get through some of these battles. Did you know you can suplex a train? Did where, did you know you <laughs> oh, can suplex yes. a train? Will you be um, suplexing I promise you that so so in addition to characters <laughs> being randomized, skills are randomized. So even if we get Sabin, we might not have Blitz. And oh. bosses are randomized. So even if we get a character that blitzes, we might Got not it. hit the train. That's right. But I promise you that if we have a blitzer and we hit that train, you're going to see some suplexes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other like glitches or anything like that? Or yeah. Well, Final Fantasy VI is famously riddled with glitches. Some of those have been patched out so that you can't literally <laughs> break the game and sometimes harm your, I think you can even harm your hardware in some instantiations. Anyway, uh, so like Sketch Glitch is patched out, um, oh, wow. which is the really dangerous one. But I know that Drulith, one mm. of the guys who's going to be running, I think he might have even done some Final Fantasy VI speedrunning, like vanilla speedrunning. In any event, he is quite adept at pulling off the various glitches. So if we get... Uh, slot and the spell muddle, I bet he's going to try and pull off a reverse Joker Doom, uh, which is an instant kill against the bosses that is technically not allowed. Uh, <laughs> or, or it, it's not intended by the developers, but you can pull it off against basically any boss if you get it right. And it's great if you can do it, but it's also dangerous, right? So it's not like obviously a huge That's time cool. save. I remember something about like some like many stairs glitch where you can like go yeah, down stairs over and over a, again. Oh, yeah. where you and can... like you like hit like a certain number and <laughs> yeah. then you go back upstairs and it like throws everything um, off. I don't know if it's is patched that even, out. Is that patched out or? It's also not clear. It's, it's just, like would a take you so long in this <laughs> So like you skip to the credits. So. So, okay. and since the timer ends oh, when yeah, you yeah. get the Krakow on Kefka, <laughs> So it wouldn't be much of a run. Um, and technically, your run would never end. I do have a sort of wrap-up question, uh, and that's, if anyone was interested in doing this, where do you want them to go? Yeah, so the, the place want, to start yeah. is ff6wc.com. Uh, that's just a couple of letters and a number, ff6wc.com. That uh -huh. is the link to the webpage where you can get started running a seed if you want to. Uh, you can see there, there's a bunch of like pre-designed flag sets like uh, Moogle's first seed uh, is a really beginner one. You can get the standard race flag set there, which is the one that people use for like personal best times and stuff like that. And also there's a link there to the Discord. And anybody who's interested in this, just you know, come to the Discord. It's a really friendly group of people will help you get started yeah that's awesome man you hear that everyone these games will take you places so dedicate your lives to the <laughs> let's yeah exactly let's say what time is your time slot 
and how people can tune into your run. Yeah, so our time slot, we got the lucky draw of 3.20 a.m. on Wednesday, June 29th. Uh, so we're going to be uh, Final Fantasy at work. Um, hope you all can tune in at uh, sorry, 3.20 a.m. Eastern. That's right. 12.20 on the um, East Coast. So that's way Pacific. 20, uh, so you'll fit as a day. Um, yeah. Don't sleep through it. You have the information <laughs> so, there. As you can hear, Hans's audio got really weird at the worst time possible. The information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where can we go to watch Hans? It's on Wednesday, it's on Wednesday June, June 29th. June 29th at 12.33 a.m. Pacific mm-hmm. time. Yeah. 3.33 a.m. on the East Coast. Yeah. So... Early, early morning slot. Yeah. So, like, stay up super late. Stay up all night long on Tuesday and watch this early in the morning on Wednesday. And if you're lucky enough to be on the West Coast, you don't have to stay up that late. It's pretty late for me, man. I have a feeling most (laughs) of our audience is not staying up past midnight on a Tuesday night, usually. Anyway. Go go watch GDQ. It'll be, you know, Google SGDQ. You'll get it. Yeah, the whole schedule is up there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I really hope that you're all tuned in. I hope that you'll uh, support Doctors Without Borders. Well, thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm a fan of you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on and talking to us about this. (laughs) I'm actually wearing my Haley shirt right now. Thank you so much for answering my science questions and coming on and telling us about GDQ. (laughs) And uh, yeah. This was really great. I stream as Dr. DT on Twitch, so come check me out and the other Acers, uh, Seto Kiaba, Drewlith, and Jexfrock. Thanks, Hans. Well, yeah, thank you so much, dude. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Ryan. Say hi to the dogs for me. I will. So, yeah, thank you so much to Hans RinderConnect for talking to us, and good luck on your race. Yeah, everyone watch SGDQ this week. Support Doctors Without Borders. The Um, early wee hours of June 29th. Yeah, very early in the morning or late at night if you're staying up. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Yeah. It's getting crazy in Final Fantasy world. Yes, it is. Because not only are we getting announcements about Final Fantasy 16, which looks fucking sick. I'm really excited. Because about we're going back 16. to a fantasy world. It's gonna kick and it. the summons are gonna be giant gods. We're also getting news about Final Fantasy VII Remake 2, which isn't even really a remake. It's actually a rebirth. It's a rebirth now, guys. As we learned in well, if, at the end of the last game. Anyway, yeah. we watched the new trailer <laughs> that they just debuted and recorded well, we our re- the whole the whole live stream. We watched their entire live stream. Which was only ten minutes. Which included a few announcements. And we recorded our reactions here mm-hmm. i just want to warn you guys these are maybe a little bit more negative than we actually feel we'll we'll come in and temper them in vo yeah but you i know. mean you know it was a day it <laughs> was a, it was an insane 10 minutes for <laughs> anyone whose life is intertwined with final fantasy 7 yeah. when you're in the hands of square <laughs> enix and you don't trust that hand. Yeah, when when it you're... starts twitching, <laughs> you're like, "What are you up to, hand?" When you're in the hands of Square Enix, you never know what's true. So anyway, here's us sitting down to watch the 25th anniversary celebration live stream of Final Fantasy VII. Recording. Be sure to be back in four minutes. Oh, I will for the Final Fantasy. 7 25th anniversary celebration. 
Now, for those of you who forgivably haven't been following obsessively Final Fantasy news like <laughs> Jeff and I do, the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII means not just Final Fantasy VII and Remake, but also all of the compilation. It means everything. They're, they're, they're making like four Final Fantasy VII universe games right now. Before Crisis, that thing that you can't play because it was like an anime thing on a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. The old flip phones. Thursday, June 16th, at 1500 hours Pacific Daylight Time, or alternatively, 2300 hours BST. What is that? Something Standard Time. Berlin? Bellevue. It's not Boston. Uh, hmm. Did I make it in time? Yeah, you have three minutes. Sweet. I'm trying to think of what BST is. Bethesda Standard Time. Well... Where are you seeing BST? Uh, yeah, it says it premieres at 1500 hours Pacific Daylight Time or 2300 BST. Japan Standard Time? But I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I've never heard of BST. Yeah, well since I've been using VR and like trying to go to like British Party. summertime. Yeah, British summertime. There what? we go. <laughs> I was British like, summertime. I was like, is it somehow Greenwich mean? No. I was like, Berlin. British summertime. I've never even heard of that. Well, that's because we don't live over there. Like, why? Why would we ever hear about British summertime? I hear about GMT plenty. Like Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, that, I think that's used as more of a, you know. And universal coordinated times. I think BST is an hour ahead of GMT. Are there like rare time zones? You mean like, like a weird in island in the middle of the, middle of the ocean, ocean? Like or... it, just, or just because does the time has to just change at a regular interval, right? Right. Is it based on well, just like where you are on the do planet? Do they have names for each of? Well, the do they 24? even bother? Like what I'm saying is, if you're driving across the ocean mm-hmm. on a boat. Mm-hmm. Does it progressively like you're gaining an hour, or is it just like is it like the same time, and then you hit a point and it jumps four hours because now you (laughs) hit like (laughs) like one of the point where there's somebody who lives here. So they actually the boring answer to this is is like you probably change your clocks when you arrive in a different time zone. You probably are like on the trip. You think that on like shipping boats, they're changing the clocks when they arrive at a different time zone. I don't know. <laughs> no, how they're, they're, doing they're just it. controlled I don't from fucking space. Know. Yeah, they probably have one of those walls of clocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're all mechanical clocks on a wall, and they have one for each time zone. And there's like a, at the there's, UN. They have a clock boy yeah. whose job is to like put a marker on whichever clock you're supposed to use yeah, now, based on. Yeah. You know, he's reading the charts. I gotta look this up because this is the stupidest thing we've ever (laughs) talked about. And I'm positive that it just changes as you go across and you don't just suddenly gain four hours. Good luck looking this up. You know what? Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. So, your Greenwich Mean Time is not the same as your British Summer Time. It premieres in 60 seconds. Everybody's saying, let's go in the chat. Is anybody morbing? I'm not seeing anybody morbing. Everybody's just, oh, well, Morbius sweep. <laughs> Morbius limit break. <laughs> Morbius sweep. 
I was I was just laughing the other day that it must be driving Sony execs insane to have this kind of cultural impact, but get it, it but be absolutely incapable for of getting any money. There's out no of it. way. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, like <laughs> the meetings of like, how do we? There's how? Nothing you can do. There's like, and they just lost more money by re-releasing it. Like it's so good. I've been hearing worrying rumblings that this trailer is going to include a lot of Genesis. Oh my god, of course it is. Watch this just be like that, that, is that funny first game was like everything we wanted really god, out of so. it and this this one is like just... <laughs> okay, it's happening. <sighs> so now we're watching a real countdown that's happening on the stage. Yeah, the a stream has begun. Timer has started. <laughs> In three minutes. In two minutes. <laughs> wow, this music. Holy shit. Is this what the new game is going to say? I hope so. Looking at a series of squares. Yeah. This countdown stage was so impressive that <laughs> that so it looks like a little square in the middle of the stage mm -hmm. and then concentrically out just bigger squares right. and they're all just like the colors are fading in and out on them to the music. I've like been to concerts where I paid money just to watch something like this <laughs> like for like an hour. A screen as cool as that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's mesmerizing. A whole annex full of squares. Is this enough that it's technically in the category oh, is, of an annex? Yeah, I mean, it's the... The logo. Because the, the half square is an E. The, right. This is fucking tight. I would watch just this. <laughs> this is really good. The ambient VR <laughs> event I went to was basically like this. Yeah. And this is like you just sat on the floor for three hours and like listen to music. Like this. I mean, this, like that would be fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. Is this intense lead up gonna be like a dude in a suit walks out on the stage and speaks? And then, yeah, like, like, hello, welcome to the Square Enix yeah, official yeah, presentation yeah, of 2022. Yeah, exactly. We are very happy for you to be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> As you all know, Final Fantasy VII is a beloved game. Yeah. Guys. Eight, seven, Six. <clears throat> Show us what you got. Yes, straight into the trailer. Yeah, so the countdown ends, and then they start with a, a well, it's a trailer, sort of. It's like a visual homage. It, it's like a list of it's everything like, that's ever had the words Final Fantasy VII Mostly in the title. it's big titles of each of the FF7 Yeah, with like clips from the universe game. going by. <laughs> so that means that this entire trailer is like words like Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus Advent and Advent children. children. Like things that we like hate. And it's like, oh, good. Right. right. You're reminding me that like actually I, I fucking just get hate back to this. the remake, please. <laughs> Before Crisis. No one can even play this. I Stop can't even know what it is. Stop <laughs> pretending we know what this is. In Crisis Core. Woo! Woo! Boo! Yeah, boo. You know what? Sure. Boo. 
Dumb oh, apples. The dirge of Cerberus? The Ooh, dirge. Jesus Christ. The Way dirge. Just make me remember I actually ate all of this. All of this goes into Ever Crisis. I hate all of this. The stuff. crisis forever. I liked the first thing. <laughs> Fuck you. Zach is uh, featured with Sephiroth and Cloud. Yeah, and then, so the emblem for like the 25th anniversary celebration mm -hmm. is Sephiroth. Cloud and Zack. As yep. though Zack got the memory hole. They are memory yeah. holing us into a universe where Final Fan, like where everyone loved all the There was like a stuff. secret cutscene you could fucking see with that Th yeah, guy. Yeah, that's all Zack was. All it that's all he was. was. Like, uh, Why is find a location the where there was like a scribble he had made. Like in in a test tube. And now I'm a grown man yelling about this. It doesn't really yeah. matter, but I, I don't like being in this memory hole. That stuff isn't good. Yeah, okay. Because the three main characters of Final Fantasy yeah, VII right. right there. I came to the wrong party. This is for all of it. This is a 25th anniversary celebration. I just want the trailer. It, but the 25th anniversary of the first game, not of all that other horseshit. Well, but that's what started it all. Yeah, okay. Let us defy destiny. Yeah, and the subtitles are in German. Oh yeah, funny thing that was happening too, I think everybody on the stream was that the subtitles were defaulted to German for some reason. Mm -hmm. So we we did we couldn't understand the first part of this. What has to gotten? Oh, coming oh, to PC. Intergrade coming to to today. Yeah. Tomorrow. So yeah, the opening big announcement was Intergrade coming to PCs on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. now we are taken to Yoshinori Katase, who's going to tell us all about what's going on <laughs> with the state of the universe of Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, 25 years old. Um, Shit. Let me see if I can change oh, these no, subtitles. Subtitles are in German. Katase, tell me what's really going on. Yeah, everybody in the chat is like, German subtitles, what's going on? I don't speak Japanese. Wait, subtitles in German, English. Yeah, I got it. Okay, everybody's cool. And then they get right to the good stuff and show us a bunch of, like, junk you can buy yeah, on their website. A buster sword clock. A, a bracelet <laughs> that looks like a bangle. They want you to tweet about it. A campaign commemorating the anniversary is underway on the Twitter channels. Great. There is lots to look forward to. Now let's look at the news from the mobile games. Where are we dropping clouds? They reminded us that First Soldier exists and it it's a, still around. Battle Royale game. Mm -hmm. Is there any new thing about that or was that, oh, season three is underway. Oh, and now this is Ever Crisis. What's happening now? Who cares anymore? And this is the trailer for their big mobile release of all of it in another form. Yeah, Ever Crisis, the like traditional style remake of Final Fantasy VII, which is going to include everything before Crisis and Crisis Core storylines and, story and, and all. everything. I, look, this one I'm like tentatively excited about, except for the fact that it's a mobile game that's coming out episodically. And in this trailer, they make a point of showing you the characters wearing weird costumes, which means they're going to be selling you boxes of shit. <laughs> I think it's going to suck. 
but maybe not. Hopefully not. It looks cool. It'll but be a I, way I'm, to experience the complete story of Final Fantasy VII. All right, know just know everything just, from before and after. Take the my story brain and Fantasy throw it VII. in the gutter already. I'm here. <laughs> you don't want us to care anymore. I what is it? What I get was, it. I'm, I'm supposed you don't to be want me to care anymore. Closed beta test for iOS. It wasn't actually Sephiroth. It was Gex. I. I はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。は
What are you implying? That I died? That I'm some kind of imposter? Oh god, what is oh god. Just make the game, guys. Whatever. You can hear now our severe anxiety yeah. over like how it's like a discrepancy between how excited we are and how much we we're worried. We're right. worried about well, what if we're gonna You watched our playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake on Twitch. We were loving every minute of that and the way that that story was being told, except for the times where it was like, actually, maybe the, it's a the meta, meta thing. The meta stuff that, is just like, so is uninteresting it, to us. Yeah, I like <laughs> seriously. And this was like, forget about the past. Only the future matters. So, and I'm like, that... but what if the, the past has this story in it called Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? <laughs> and it would be awesome if you fucking told that story. Well, we Jesus Christ. What happened to you? Man, this is gonna suck. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know, I'm, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> like, it's just not what I really wanted them to do. At all, even a little bit. Rebirth! Yeah. It's it's not even a remake anymore. You pointed out after, like the next day after watching this, that we were really overreacting to how much Zach. Well, was we in haven't. The yeah, we haven't said like what really turned us at the end of this trailer is the end of the trailer. Like the last half of it is like Zach alive, walking Cloud up to Midgar, mm -hmm. like before the events of the game. And I'm like, which is in that other timeline, which is happening somewhere. And to me, yeah, it's like, okay, so you're showing us the trailer for part two of final fantasy seven. And, 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 the the main thing you're showing me is uh -huh. Zach. Like, right. who fucking gives well, a that's, shit? Well, that's my thought, too, is I'm like, show me Cosmo Canyon. Yeah, anything or, I'm excited about. Like, I, <sighs> they're really trying to tell me that I like Zach, and there's just like, he's not even a character. Like, his character in Crisis Core is he's like, hey, I'm a guy. What's in the, going on in this city? Like, he doesn't know anything about the world he lives in. I'm even. imagining a scenario where Nomura and, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and the team from Inception, like, have you asleep on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, Zach was always an important yeah, part exactly, of Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, Big Brother is telling me that Zach was always a big important part of it, you know, and at the end I'll, I'll walk outside and cry because yeah. I'll realize what I didn't realize all along is how much I love Zach. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what they're trying to do to me. I really don't understand this. It's a three-part series. Rebirth. And then a third thing. Yeah, they also officially announced that it's going to be three parts, this Final mm -hmm, Fantasy mm -hmm. VII project mm -hmm. that they no longer call a remake. There was Final Fantasy VII Remake, now Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and then Final Fantasy VII something. I have a feeling that they called Crisis Core Reunion just to, like, <laughs> quash speculate. Because, like, that's obviously what it should be, right? right the third yeah. one should be Reunion. Yes. But, it's but not they're like, be... that's already taken. They, the, I can't believe what a mind fuck this felt like. <laughs> I'm so excited for this game. Yes, yeah, that, like, like it, the slightest breeze oh, of things going wrong just ruffled me the wrong way but 
even though that's the case in this audio, it's like I'm so excited. To well, because I, I went home and I watched other people commenting about it and rewatched the trailer, and I was like, they're right. We're probably still going to see everything yeah, we prob- want and get everything we want it's out of it. It's just that we're also going to get a bunch of stuff that we don't but why want. But why are we also going to get how, this like, other Why should stories be the way that you Look, think that they should be? I not just ugh. what what they're doing. It's really smart, but it, it saying it's smart is like a rodent. From a sociopathic is like a rodent applauding me for tricking it into getting the cheat, get going into the trap. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I, the way that it's smart is like they're playing with the audience's meta expectations of yeah. the story to create a dramatic tension, and then trying to make the like they're going. I think what they're gonna do. And I first heard Maximilian Dude say this theory, and I agree with him. I think it makes perfect sense. Is make the characters aware of what the audience is aware of. Which I don't understand how that aids. Because then they'll spend the game going like... Maybe we can. Maybe we can save Aerith. Save Aerith. And the, the characters themselves will be, you know, thinking that. Along with the audience, my problem with this. There's a lot of meaning in the original story without this meta idea. I don't know. I think it'll still kick so much ass, but I also feel like it will make the story just less potent Mm because it will not be about saving the planet and shit. It'll be about like saving the audience's expectations, which then in 10 years is just going to be so. Yeah, like, what is that going to mean about that? Well, but who knows? It We're then. just speculating, and I'm being an asshole because we have no idea. And that last game kicked ass. Yeah, and they give us so many. At the awesome end of the games. day, it, like it was awesome. And honestly, the little bit of Stranger of Paradise that we played was like this is a fun game that well, pretty I mean, much knows what it is. But it, what it was was like a game that was so bad it was good. But it, it, <laughs> I think it knew that it did know that. And it was great. I don't know. I I'm just fun. saying that like, good on a roll. stuff is They're coming. On They're roll. on a roll right now, which is usually when they fuck up the hardest. But like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they also bet big on NFTs, and maybe they've maybe they've just fucked up the hardest. You know, I, hopefully, I don't know. But. Let's go back to our reaction. I don't understand. There are millions and millions of people who have not played the original game. Who yeah. don't know that story you told. Well, that's why they're making ever, the ever, whatever, that fucking thing. That ever forever. <laughs> fuck off! The past is forever and I the future. Tweeted. Be open to it, you fucking assholes. <laughs> just tweeted. God! SS, why has God forsaken us? There's just no explanation. Like, fuck! I just. Why can it not be part two? Of the thing. Oh my god. That was efficient presentation. I I just like didn't show me anything I wanted to see. I wanted to at least see Cosmo Canyon and like a whole thing that's just saying, look guys, the the game that you played was already there, so why would we keep doing the thing? Because you tr- you start got getting excited. excited by selling me on a remake of seven. Alright, well, yay. Yay. When's it gonna come out? 2025? Jesus. Yeah, what are we even worried about? Who cares? It's never gonna happen.
So yeah, the first trailer for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth has landed. We're so overly full of anxiety about this game <laughs> that we can't even enjoy any news about it because we're just like, well, because oh they God. constantly keep showing us Zach. Well, they and like that's Genesis so... and stuff like that, and we're like, but those weren't in Final Fantasy VII. All I can say is I'm that I'm focused on the past. And I don't know about <laughs> Is the it future. making you unhappy? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Huh. Hmm. It's crazy how much that game means to me that I, I would be this emotional about yeah. that state of a remake. I, it's crazy how big that game is that it's as big as whole franchises like Final Fantasy as a whole, but Final Fantasy VII alone is a universe that is that big. It is wild. It is. And while this will be laden with uh, unnecessary meta nonsense about (laughs) fan expectations, I think it'll probably still contain, like, you're gonna fucking leave Midgar and be out in a world on the road. Of course these artists whose entire life is based around how frustrated they are with fan expectations, it's the only thing they can write about. (laughs) Yeah, they're swimming in a sea of fan expectations (laughs) and it's horrible. Uh, anyway, we can contribute to that here on this show. Yeah, exactly. Here we are. <laughs> like, God, like we're with fucking our horrible. expectations. Oh my God. We're crying about oh how. Why are you telling us that our fan expectations is killing you? Just make the game I want. I, I slowly growing into the person who can see how much I am, I hate the person that I've worked <laughs> so am. hard to become. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it's on just that note, always, always this cycle. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to our show. We're going to be putting the season six bonus into the main feed, as mm-hmm. we said. There's a Chrono Trigger, and well, we just finished Tactics. We did Final Fantasy Tactics over and that's on the up Patreon. on Patreon now, and now Chrono Trigger is happening. Yep. And we just may have some more surprises. You never know. Chrono Trigger came just off the cuff, so yeah. No announcement uh, before that drop. You know, we truly appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. You know, you really, it's, I can't even say enough how much I appreciate it and what you all mean to me for even listening. So it we're sorry about these delays. Yeah. Uh, this show is, I just want to stress, I'm not saying this to complain, but it's work intensive. It takes, it takes <laughs> like, it takes like our whole fucking lives yeah. to make a season. We'll have and more to say about that soon. Yeah, soon we'll I'm know excited. our exact plans, and we're going to keep you updated. But we, in the we meantime, miss you all. Yeah, we, and, we uh, miss you. We miss making the show and releasing it. And, <sighs> uh, thank you for listening. What are we having for dessert? Oh, I think we've got... Uh, let's see... You know what I've been having for dessert lately? What's I can't that? recommend it, but it's the truth. My brother bought a giant box of those. They're like the cheapest bad peanut butter crackers you can get. They're like orange, but they don't even really taste like cheese. I like and those, actually. Yeah, they're the. you put one in your mouth, and then you immediately have to have some water because you can't even <laughs> chew it. And I have those late at night when I'm hungry. That's the dessert? Just yeah, those? Just like, those. I thought you were going <laughs> to put it into an ice cream or something. You were going to do... my ice cream? No, I don't know. Do anything. You said you love them. I, th- I do. I just thought that you had more than just I eat them and then it's really dry and I need water. <laughs> That's what's for dessert, That's life, everybody. kid. 
Enjoy. Uh, I've uh, really enjoyed oh, the show. Oh, hey, I, I feel the same way. Is, yeah. I just told someone about this morning, and as they were walking away, they're like, it's, what is it called podcasts. again? It's no one no something one can. And I was like, never mind. You're not going to like it anyway. Forget it. Forget I said anything.